Welcome to The Complete Angler, your source of information on the outdoor industry in central Canada. With over 35 years in the field, host Don Lamont covers topics and issues with industry leaders and influencers to bring you up to speed on what's happening in the outdoor world. And now, here's your host, Don Lamont. Well, uh, on today's Complete Angler podcast, I have a friend of mine, a recent friend, because we met, I don't know, three years ago, Wes David, host of the Fishing the Wild West television fishing show. Wes, thanks for coming on board. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Don. So uh, how did we end up meeting after all? I think it was one of those wild outdoor shows in Manitoba, wasn't it? I believe it was uh, about three years ago at the ice fishing show, the Winnipeg ice fishing show. Um, you were in the Hook booth with Kevin, the Hook magazine booth, and and uh, I had always wanted to meet you. I've watched your show, The Complete Angler, since I was since I started loving fishing, and uh, always wanted to meet you. So I wandered over, and you know, it's a true testament to you, and when you meet your heroes, that they're good people. Well. You made such an impression on us at the Hook Booth, West, that uh, we made, we uh, gave you a sponsorship because we want to be part of Fishing the Wild West television show because we uh, really believe in your values and what you're doing with the show. Speaking of which, I understand you got a new season coming up shortly. Uh, Fishing the Wild West TV season five begins airing December 28th. I forget the exact time. It's airing on world fishing network and sportsman channel canada we uh with with the challenges of this season uh, weather travel restrictions stuff like that we were able to get all 13 episodes we had incredible support from our sponsors and our supporters and our viewers lots of encouraging words to uh keep us going when truthfully at times we were kind of really down and out yeah I, i'm Frankly, I'm uh, impressed that you and Chuck, your cameraman, by the way, pulled this off. Congratulations to both of you guys. Thank you. And uh, Chuck is the real magic behind the show. He, uh, it's funny, I spend more time from April till October with Chuck than I do with my wife. And he sees me at my best and my worst. And I see him at his best and worst. But together, we, uh, we, we got it done. Well, that's great. That's great. Lucky to have a cameraman like that. I mean, I when I did my show as well, uh, Ian Rogers was was similar to Chuck and fantastic. That's the kind of people you need in order to get the job done. Um, yeah, so you must have had some some major challenges, but I, I want to talk a little bit about one of the reasons we became a sponsor of yours, Wes, and I'm I'm not blowing your horn too much, I hope, is the fact that you understand how to give value to your, when, when you have a sponsor, how do you treat them? Like you really give them more value than you actually, we asked for. Um, that was, that was a thing. Um, I, I actually learned how to work with sponsors back in my rodeo days. And one thing is, is people want to, oh, I'm, I'm sponsored by this person or this company. Truthfully, yeah, they're not really, they're sponsoring you, yes, but they're supporting you. And now you work for them. You're just a, a different cog in the wheel. But we look at it as, you know, at the very minimum, we're going to do what we promise. But if we can do more, 
that's better. If if Hook Magazine sponsors us one dollar, we believe that you should get three dollars in return. And it's a it's a we wouldn't be it wouldn't be a fishing the Wild West TV show. There wouldn't be magazines. There wouldn't be none of that stuff if it wasn't for the support of sponsors, but also the people supporting the sponsors. Um, bottom line is the companies have to make money or there wouldn't be companies there. Yeah, that's um, refreshing that you understand that because uh, there's many people I've met in over my uh, many years in the industry that fully didn't fully understand that. So it's important. But what one of the other things that really intrigued me, Wes, when we talked was the fact that I'd never met a bull rider before. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, now you've met an old bull rider. <laughs> That's how uh, it's funny. I, I get asked this a lot. Like, how did I get into fishing? And the connection between fishing and rodeo or riding bulls. So I grew up on a, a cattle farm in uh, central Alberta. And my mom and dad rodeoed. My dad was a calf roper. My mom was a barrel racer. So we're, I was always around rodeos. Uh, I started riding sheep as a little guy. Then I started riding steers. And of course, to not impress my mother, my mom wasn't impressed. I was attracted to the bull riding. Um, I got on my first bull when I was 14. I was a little bit taller kid and I didn't look as good on the steers as the, as the smaller kids. So I lied about my age and got on my first bull when I was just about 15. I was still wow. 14. I was close. And um, I took a beating, but I, I fell in love with it. I, uh, the, the travel and camaraderie with rodeo. And I grew up riding bulls until injuries ended my career when I was 27 years old. Um, I knew that was coming. So prior to that, I, I got my heavy duty ticket. Uh, so I'm a heavy duty mechanic by trade. But the connection with rodeo and fishing is, I, I missed, not the rodeo, yes, but I missed the camaraderie of cowboys. There's, there's, they're an incredibly close family. Um, and I missed that camaraderie and also the thrill of competition. So I started walleye fishing and I started, well, I always fished, but I started entering walleye tournaments just to want a little bit of competition and just to see, I guess, to be truthful, where I measured up. But what I found was even greater. Uh, here in Canada, the walleye tournaments, everybody was everybody's friend. They might not point you to their hotspot, but if you were having troubles, they would help you out and point you in the right direction. And I really, I didn't realize it at the time, but that camaraderie is what I really missed from rodeo and I found it in the fishing industry. Well, that's a fascinating story. Um, so let's talk about 2021 and hopefully things will move forward. So for fishing the Wild West television show, what have you got planned for this upcoming season? Well, we have some, some great trips. Our, our season's pretty much 80% booked. I usually leave a couple out just in case something unique comes up. Um, but when I designed Fish in the Wild West TV, we do 13 episodes and 10 of them are drive to lakes. Wherever I go, whatever I do, the everyday angler can do. And we reveal the secrets. We might not always catch the biggest fish, but our goal is just to help people catch one more fish. 
So we're in uh, Saskatchewan quite a bit this year, uh, Drive Two Lakes. There's been so much shown in Northern Saskatchewan, Northern Manitoba of the incredible and beautiful fly-in lakes and the untouched wilderness lakes. We're gonna focus on central and southern Saskatchewan this year and show those kind of the prairie lakes. We're gonna do some uh, largemouth bass fishing down the Estevan area, um, walleye and pike in central and southern Saskatchewan. And of course, we still have our, our three trips of a lifetime. So we'll be out on the west coast with Queen Charlotte Safaris and then in northern Saskatchewan with Adventure Destination International. Now, Adventure Destination International is a drive-to lake at Otter Lake, Thompson Camps Resort. But you can do, I think it's 12 or 15 different self-guided flyouts from there. And those are a lot of fun. We, we learn a lot on those trips. Every cast, you have a chance at, you know, probably a potential world record northern pike or lake trout, uh, walleye. But uh, just out there in the untouched wilderness, some great great fishing but fishing the wild west is much more than that television show now right you got a bunch of big plans coming on the, on the yeah. digital side podcast for example we are doing our our uh we have started podcasts and it's another way to support our sponsors and our supporters and um you know just to just to get out there more and just just to help you know, again, maybe we can help someone catch one more fish. We've had Don Lamont on our podcast, and uh, we've got a bunch lined up, Len Thompson Lures. Um, and our goal is just to help educate. We do a lot of social media, um, the podcasts now, and different, as you know, sponsor obligations. So we're always, there's no slow, slow time for us. No, that's for sure. And it's been a real interesting year, uh, the way the dynamics of the industry have changed uh, with license sales, because it's a stay at home year, right? So you've seen everybody like license sales went up in Manitoba, for example, 30%. And I'll tell you what, when I went to a boat, boat launch this year, it was crazy. There were so many people out there, a lot of people that had rejoined angling and hunting again after you know a long not doing it, but they figured, why not? Why wouldn't you do it? So there's a huge demand for information, is there not, Wes? Absolutely. And if there is a positive to 2020, it was, it is that people, I think, have really been introduced again to what's in our backyard. We have some of the, the most pristine hunting, fishing, and all outdoor sports, whether you're hiking, skiing, it's all right here in our backyard. And I think that was people in a way were obviously were forced to, to go out and find those again. And they're literally outside our door. Again, right across Canada, here in Alberta, they said hunting and fishing licenses had skyrocketed the most in history. Um, and uh, we as well, we, we saw people at boat launches that we haven't seen there before and we met hundreds and hundreds of new new friends and and it's just great i think it's been a real positive for the outdoors and even in on the hunting side with the meat shortage this summer you know all my friends that hunt they didn't have any meat issues and hunters got a took on a new look as yeah they're, they're not killers they hunt 
to eat the meat that they they hunt and it's a very important conservation piece of of canada yeah i totally agree and uh i have a little venison in the freezer to go along with that theory yes <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no that's uh th that is very very true so down the road what are your plans west long term um i guess each year is is just to do a better job with fish in the wild west tv than we did the year before um and, and just to keep support those supporting those that are supporting us obviously i'd like to you know more networks get a bigger presence uh in even in the us which we've been very very fortunate down there um the feedback we've got from our american viewers is they love the honest of fish in the wild west tv excuse me the places we go and almost every single compliment is on canada itself well you live in such a beautiful country so we want to keep showing off our country yeah well that's great we do live in a one of the most beautiful places in the world without a doubt um so Wes, how how did you actually manage to get the fishing show going? I know it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Man, you're, it was one of the hardest things <laughs> I've, I've ever had to do. If you want to spend more time fishing, don't do a fishing show. Just go <laughs> fishing. <laughs> but I, I was very fortunate. I was I was writing for magazines. Um, I, and I, again, I'd go into walleye tournaments, just amateur and local walleye tournaments and the turn. And I started winning tournaments and the writing kind of grew together. Um, I was approached by Mike Mitchell uh, from BC about doing a show. He pointed me in the right direction and, and guided me kind of, you know, he even lent me cameras to get started. Our cameras are like $10,000 a piece, but he lent them just to help me get started. So I was very fortunate that I had, you, you know, the, the help and the support. We had, if you watch season one, you can see we had a lot of trials and errors. And I do believe that we really grown, but you can never stop growing. Dealing with sponsors, you know, it's not easy asking people for money, especially in the early years when they don't really know who you are. And we've just done a real, we looked at other shows and we just, again, really wanted to show people what was in our backyard. And we've really kept true. We don't always have to catch the biggest fish. Um, we've just kept true to trying to educate and help people catch one more fish. But there was a lot of times, I'll be honest on, where I was at the point of giving up. I had the support of my wife, my son, they encourage me. My, my wife keeps me very grounded. She uh, picks me up when I'm down and kicks my butt when I'm flying too high and keeps me grounded. Uh, Chuck McPherson came on as a camera editor, basically co-produces and and we become easy. He's my best friend, but we've had a, have a great working relationship where we can separate business from pleasure. Um, Sometimes he sets me straight. Sometimes I have to set him straight, but it's a great working relationship. And if anyone who's ever had a business and had 
somebody that that treats your business as if it's their own are the probably luckiest people in the world. Absolutely, I can relate to that. Without my family support, I never would have made it in this industry. So on that note, special thanks to both our families for allowing us to participate in this great industry. And Wes, good luck in the future with Fishing the Wild West. We really love having you as a sponsor and uh, we wish you continued success. It's uh, being with Hook Magazine, you know, again, I say it's not a sponsor those you become a family and uh i've been treated like gold so thank you and kevin and thank hook magazine for putting out such a great part uh product and supporting all outdoors people across canada all right wes take care and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you in the future thank you very much don it's a pleasure being here all right thanks for tuning in Visit hookedmagazine.com to subscribe to The Complete Angler and never miss an episode.